Welcome to TC Tiawi Talks, Tia Chucha Centro Cultural, located on Tataviam land in the Northeast San Fernando Valley, is rooted in ancestral knowledge, culture, the arts, literacy, and social justice as a means to personal and communal transformation. It is a place where hearts and minds have united for change for over 19 years. Join us as we share the stories of personal transformation and our understanding of the world that unites us as a community. We must remember that another world has always been possible. Tiawi, a Nahuatl word for adelante, to move forward. Like a spiral, together we move towards a better future, cognizant of the resiliency we carry from our past. Well, hey everybody, my name is Rebecca. Um, this is Tiawi Talks, thanks for tuning in. Um, my gender pronouns are she, her, hers. I have curly, dark black hair, pretty much. Um, brown eyes, dark brown eyes. My skin's like, I guess, maybe the light, lighter brown. And I have black, a black tiachucha shirt with a heart on it that says I love tiachucha. And um, in the background, I have uh, posters that are like political posters, pretty much. Has some instruments back there. Have an old dresser back there that I think is 100 years old. I guess fun fact, um, and or over that. And uh, yeah, so why don't we start off with uh, y'all could introduce yourselves too. Okay, I'll go. Uh, hey everyone, my name is Melissa Ejecali San Vicente. I'm the associate director. Um, what the achuchas, uh, my gender pronouns are she, her, ella, and I am wearing um, kind of like a dark blue uh, blouse. I have my beautiful huichol um, earrings um, and then have uh, black long hair with some uh, wisdom gray highlights. And my <laughs> background is, um, I have a couple of um, uh, cuadros, posters um, in the back and actually have a purple feeling with a gray background. I like the wisdom, what, wisdom, what? My wisdom gray highlights. I like that. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> that was great, that was awesome. Well, my name is Freddy Chavez and uh, among some in the community, I am known as Tata Freddy, and it's an honor that I received um, working and dedicated uh, to working with our youth and my community throughout my life. And I am a danzante of the Mexica tradition and uh, Chicano, Mexicano with Chumash ancestry. And my pronouns are he, his, him. And uh, my background behind me is uh, there's like a very flowery type of a curtain uh, to a doorway. It's an old house that I'm in, built like in the 20s. And next to me is a calavera, which is uh, like a wind chime and, uh, and another chime connected to it. And uh, the colors are pretty, pretty vivid. Um, they're uh, type like earth tone colors and I'm wearing a plaid shirt with uh, dark brown hair and light light brown skin and um, really looking forward to this conversation today. 
<clears throat> thank you both for joining um and we're just gonna have a conversation about what we think about motivation um since we're starting off the gregorian new year but first i wanted to ask what y'all think <clears throat> why do we i always um i guess the culture with getucha folks uh is we say we don't just say happy new year we say happy gregorian new year um so what is, uh, does somebody can somebody tell me why do we do that i think as an identifying like chicana indigenous uh, mujer um acknowledging that ancestral knowledge traditions um and knowing that there there are other calendars right besides the um cal the gregorian calendar that we use um now so then when whenever i say or acknowledge um that i'll say happy happy gregorian new year um knowing that uh again you know i honor uh, another indigenous calendar the mexica calendar and our new year is um really not going to be till three months from now still um right um but it's uh but i but i think it's important right as as um freddie mentioned that it's um <clears throat> it's this whole concept and, and understanding and different concepts of time um and was the gregorian calendar is just something that that we use um I mean that we use because it's I feel like sometimes it's really more of a functional calendar everything everything runs on the Gregorian um, calendar right but again again as as um, you know as also at the Achuchas I think we acknowledge ancestral uh, ancestral knowledge wisdom traditions that um, it's only natural I think for me to um, to kind of uh, make a distinction between between both of them, you know. I guess you know, like like the the indigenous uh, concept of time has more to do with uh, with the with the natural movement of cycles that already exist. So how you mentioned like the winter time, you know, that's the time of uh, you know when it's it, it represents the time of the elders, you know. And uh, and uh, you know the indigenous people measure their dates of birth dates uh, by winters. Some of them, you know, how many winters that they've they've gone through, because it, spring is a renewal. So that's like the birth. So that represents like the youth, you know, the 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 children actually. It represents the children, and uh, you know the summer and uh, you know is the the youth and the fall is like the adults you know and then the winter is is the elders so that's really 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 incredible because i find it fascinating because you start to look at your stages of life like that like a cycle cycles you know the 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 gregorian calendar is so linear and and you mentioned something that was pretty pretty good you mentioned a word is very functional it's it's good for paying your bills, and keeping you in debt, and all these other kind of yeah, and stressing you out really, you know, because you know you you've got this calendar and you've got these days and and you're just constantly like, you know, projecting into the future and 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 you got to do this and you got to meet these deadlines and then and then all these um, holidays come up and then all kinds of money gets spent, you know, birthdays and all these other things. When in reality, um, 
they're, they're, you know, it's so important to stay present. It's so important not to focus so much on the past or, or be anxious about the future, because that's what causes us all this, all this stress. You know, we 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 don't live in the present moment, and 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 in the present moment, it's so important to uh, to keep experiencing what's happening in the here and now. You know, it's our it's our responsibility to protect our joy. You're responsible for your joy and. When I learned that that teaching, you know that that you're responsible for your joy and no one else's, it was such a liberating experience for me, such a liberating uh, teaching. You know, I'm not responsible for the joy of my parents or my partners or my children or anyone but myself. And you need to protect your joy. You know, and and. Uh, and I think that becomes like the basis of, of motivation, you know, is what is it that brings you joy? And because we do all these things and then we go look for joy, you know, like we'll go work and we'll say like, I got to go work and I got to save up some money so I can buy gear so I can go camping so I can experience joy there. You know what I mean? Like we do all that planning and instead of, Joy should just be present all the time in your life, you know, it, you know, constantly. Or there'll be the absence of joy, but that's what life is about. You know what I mean? Where, you know, you can't always have joy all the time. It's just like you can't always have harmony all the time. There'll be the absence of that, which will just be the opposite. But it's just a cycle. It'll be okay. You just gotta wait till it goes back to to the that cycle, you know, completes itself. And so that's, that's what it is. Life is cycles. And um, when we start looking at time, like the seasons, I think it starts shifting. It starts shifting the way you look. You stop living off the calendar and the watch so much because that alienates us so much. You know, we, we become so alienated from ourselves, you know, from, as opposed to your time. When you, when you get yourself like in harmony and grounded and you really understand truly who you are and what your gifts are that you have to offer, you're always on time. You're, you're always exactly where you're supposed to be and, um, and you're never late, really, you know? It's a, it's a pretty interesting thing. It, it takes a while to get there. But 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 things flow better that way. It's it's less stressful. But um, it's a process. Yeah, it's a process. I, I truly believe it's it's just it's something that we can continue exploring. You know, it took me a long time to to arrive to that. You know. Um, you know, I, I try to plan accordingly and do everything I can to be exactly where I'm supposed to be punctual, whatever, but if things interfere or I'm not, I don't get there on time, I'm, you know, the, the, the watch time or whatever, whatever interfered brought things that put me exactly where I need to be. And I'm okay with that. 
And if people are upset when I arrive, I know that I arrived at the time I was supposed to arrive because something else happened that was important before I got there that had to happen. I'm constantly trying to be present. I'm not like putting that out of my, my, my reality. You know what I mean? I, I accept my own concept of my time, where I'm supposed to be and what I have to offer, you know, is um, that's kind of like my, my experience or my take on it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think that's um, really beautiful to think about, you know, um, you know, that we are the artists of our own life. We are the ones, um, you know, as much as, as much as we can, like responsible, you know, and can, can curate our own happiness and joy, you know. Um, and, you know, as, as we, as we talk about time and indigenous calendars and, and which is, which is also kind of really interesting, right? That I, that there's so much symbology in, you know, um, indigenous calendars. Um, I think about like the Mexica, um, the Maya. Um, I, I do know, of course, a lot more about the Mexica calendar and how every, every day has its, it has its own symbology, right? The whole year has its symbology, the month has its symbology. And I think approaching time that way and like Las Cuentas accounts is just a whole different experience that that in some way that well that is fully tied to like nature. Um, it's fully tied to nature, animals, um, right? Like you have like the Veinte Dias, um, which is like in the Mexica and, and the Mayan calendar. And those 20 days are the ones that rotate for 18 months, um, right? And even within the 365 day count in the indigenous calendar, you also have a count of, um, of the gestation of birth, you know, like the tonal poali, the 260 days within that. Um, so it just, it's just, I, I feel like a whole different approach on, on calendar time, on really like connection, um, connection to self and how everything around us um, is connected to us, right? Mm -hmm. and, and the importance of acknowledging that. And I feel like that's something that um, indigenous calendars really, um, really hone in on, right? Really, again, that ancestral knowledge connection, um, I feel like can completely be seen in a calendario. Like right now we're, we're in a Tecpat year, right? And that whole Tecpat, uh, which is the Flint um, Carrizo uh, is gonna, is the whole symbology of the year um, still right now. That's not gonna change, right? Until, until March. So I think that's really um, something important to acknowledge that, you know, may, some people may not know. Yeah, totally gives a different framework for things that, um, like uh, being born on a certain day or knowing the importance of knowing your strengths and your high potential self and your stuff that you might need to work on. Like, I'm just thinking like if if we had um, learned more about like let's say the Mexica calendar, we could have applied that early on in our lives instead of it later on, like maybe 
realizing or accepting certain re realities of our ourselves, you know, like, or even like putting that as a focus, because if you're not focusing on those personal strengths and stuff, then it's not gonna, that kind of consciousness isn't gonna, nothing's gonna happen. It's just gonna be like, um, you have to go, go to school, go get a job and then make money kind of thing instead of really focusing on somebody's development. I think uh, that's some powerful like knowledge um, in the calendar for like the, the, the Mexica calendar, so. For the Indigenous and Us project, which are on our YouTube channel um, with Maestro Cosca Cuautli, Huitzil uh, Centeo Huitzi, and um, Maestro Carlos, uh, Juan Carlos from Morelos, Mexico. And they both kind of um, take different approaches on um, explaining the calendario, the calendar, and a little bit more of like even the counts um, that are within that. Um, 365 uh, day count. So that's definitely accessible for people to, you know, um, go on again on our YouTube channel and watch. It's, it's our ancestral understanding of, of cosmic time. You know, the movement of the, of the cosmos, man. And, and that's what's so, that's what, that's what's so intense because it takes it to another level. It's a whole different, it's a whole different type of uh, understanding of time. You know, and, and the planets, the universe, uh, our relation to that, you know, the, the plants and the animals, their cycles, their cycles of time, you know. Um, for example, like, like uh, the, the empty caracol, you know, represents the zero because it's, uh, it's uh, in, that's in the, like the spiritual, mystical but also mathematical understanding of, of, of the numbers and time because the, the empty caracol is uh, there was a living animal there and uh, and now it's no longer there it's empty but it's 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 the symbol is is but it's still there it, you know the, the the caracol represents that it existed so that that represents a cycle of time which was the life of the of the animal that lived in the caracol you know, that's like a more of a mathematical uh, understanding of, of a number or, or, you know, and time. Yeah. So, yeah, our ancestors were like more like uh, there was a, a mathematical uh, understanding, but it was a spiritual scientific understanding of, of life. And that's that opens up a whole new world for us because because everything in this in this world that uses the Gregorian calendar is linear and, and they separate everything. Spirituality is over here and science is over there and economies over here and you know social makeup and political. And our ancestors, everything was connected, you know? So the 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 the, the communities and the families and everything was was organized based on the observation. Of, of everything that was around from the universe to on, on earth and the animals and the relationships with the plants and everything. So, um, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just a whole new world that we could look into where there is a union of science and spirituality, you know, and it has nothing to do, spirituality has nothing to do with what organized religions have identified as spirituality. 
that's that's something different. It's it's completely has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with religion, you know. Um, and that's where a lot of us, you know, a lot of our our upbringing causes this disconnect because because you're indoctrinated with the certain beliefs that you have to accept, which come from medieval times. They come from the same people that brought you the calendar and the clock, you know? It's, it, it was comes from people that created these instruments to control other people. Even, even the language, English language is, is the language that was created to control people, you know, just dominate and control. And uh, it's been about that the whole time. It's been about certain people having the right to dominate other people. And, uh, and we need to know and understand what happened you know, so that we can, so we can move forward. Because it's about moving forward. And just, you know, uh, healing and recovering from whatever we, we've gone through, but moving forward and into a new direction uh, where we're supposed to be. Because we're the descendant of the original timekeepers, you know? You know, understanding of cosmic time, you know, that we're the descendants, it's in our, it's in our ancestral memory, we just have to reawaken, it's in our genetic makeup, it's, it's who we are, yeah. I definitely, definitely agree with that, um, that it's, it's, yeah, it's in our genetic makeup, it's, it's in us, it's in us, and it's just about re uh, reawakening, right? Mm -hmm. um which kind of actually <clears throat> actually I again I, I do think about you know this this whole again this whole concept and um indigenous calendars and how <clears throat> um again you know how every every day has its has its um symbology and and as we talk about like motivation and and what and whatnot I think if I mean if if one you know follows some of these calendars then then you'd know that um although we are in a new year in a new gregorian new year and it's a it's a is a chance to kind of restart um there's there's always kind of like another there's always there's always time to 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 restart if that's it's if that's what we feel that we need to do right mm -hmm. um and sometimes if you're if you're following a specific indigenous calendar right and the mexica one like sipakli days happen every 20 days and those are like perfect days to um initiate or start something that um that you want that you want to do um right um but i sometimes i don't even i don't I don't necessarily equate that or can in any way really equate that really in the Gregorian calendar, right? Um, so, because again, as we're talking about it, it, it wasn't really built. It wasn't really built for that, right? It's it's a, just really a functional thing um, to just count, just to just count, um, to count time, you know? Um, but as you mentioned also, Freddie, um, as, as this whole concept of of the importance of like moving forward, um, you know, we we named this this um, segment or this podcast um, Tiawi, right? Tiawi talks. Um, so um, 
you know, from what I know, of course, Tiawi is a, is a Nahuatl nerd, a Nahuatl word for adelante, to move forward. Um, and I feel like there could be so much, um, so much significance in that word, um, Tiawi, right? Um, which is exactly why we um, named that. But um, would you like to perhaps like add anything on, on what comes up um, for you um, with the word Tiawi? Yeah, uh, you know, with the word Tiawi, a lot of times also um, uh, in order to make things, to activate things and make things happen and, and moving forward, uh, we need discipline. And that's one of the things that I learned from a long while back when I first started dancing, that word kept coming up, discipline. And, and it's really, a lot of young people, they'll push back with discipline because it's kind of like a, a, you know, you think of discipline as like, oh, you know, ramrod straight military or everybody wants to, you know, whatever, you know, just whatever, whatever baggage the word discipline carries with it, usually there's going to be a resistance from the youth to implement any type of discipline in our life. We're, we haven't been brought up with that type of uh, culture, you know, unless you go into the military or something. Uh, but let's, re we, can, we can replace that word. And I found that uh, instead of using discipline, we should, we should um, move forward with skills. So in order to acquire skills, that requires discipline, but we won't even use the word discipline. So you need to identify what skills are you going to acquire so that you can move forward and contribute as well to the to the benefit of, of the rest, you know, because it's not it's not just about ourselves, you know. Um, and there's just so much we can we can launch from there, you know. Uh, I think we all need to have skills. A lot of us have skills that we haven't identified or we're starting to understand the skills that we have or the, the, the characteristics or traits that you need to be, um, to be successful or to be like being able to be at the right place at the right time. For example, if you have a skill or you have like a trait of being trustworthy, you know, and people can trust you, all kinds of opportunities open up for you, you know, but that takes honor, it takes dignity and things like that. And, and, and you know, you can promote that as, as something that you have to offer just within your own, within your own personality, you know, like, you know, um, people open up, it's hard to find people other people can trust, you know? So, so that's like something that you can work on, for example. Um, but when I'm referring to skills as well as like, you know, hey, in all of the crafts, you know, any in the crafts and building skills, whatever you can learn, we have so many, it's becoming so evident now that uh, the trade skills are so vital they're so important. The, uh, the, the skills of um, building, craftsmanship, uh, carpentry, you know, we, we uh, and, and for the youth right now, especially in Los Angeles, that is 
absolutely available right now. The unions are accepting youth from 16 to 24 years old. You're just 16 to 24 years, they're gonna take you if you wanna learn a craft. They will teach you and it's so hard to get into those uh, apprenticeship programs. Usually it's through, it's through the unions or you need to be sponsored uh, or you go to the, the trade techs or the, the community colleges and take a number of uh, units so that then you can you know go in. But there's also uh, resources and I, I know people out in Los Angeles. We have, um, we have contacts where uh, people can be sponsored in uh, through, through these uh, trades. There's like 25 trades. So um, that's just an example, you know, um, but, but other skills that we need to identify amongst ourselves, medicine, um, you know, a lot of uh, like, uh, like therapeutic type because we have so much trauma in our community. Uh, people that, that can have the skill of uh, calming other people. We have so much, so many people um, suffering from, from mental illness and, 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 and the consequences of drug abuse. And, and it just takes certain people that have within them that calming effect and the, and the skills to, to help ground and guide, guide them again, to, to, to get centered, you know. Um, you know, it's just, we could just launch from this discussion into what, what it is that we need to do, you know, but I would, I would equate discipline with skills is what I'm trying to get to. I think part of fire, having fire is your drive um, to be the best person so you can contribute to a larger picture because we are in this world that's uh, colonized, you know, post-colonialism didn't end, it's still happening. Um, like uh, we're in this capitalist world, we have this, uh, what's going on with the, um, with people upholding uh, faces in office. Like there's like, a, it's a messed up world. There's like a lot of issues. And I feel like something um, like a fire could be um, being the best version of ourselves again, like because of a bigger, like we're part of a bigger cause. So I was hoping that y'all could talk a little bit more about what you do. Like what kind of work do you do? And, and the fire, your own fire with that. Okay. Uh, I can I can go. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think um, um, I think about uh, right the inner fire the passions. Um, I since um, a really young age or a youth at least um, like sixteen seventeen, I um. I think that's the definitely the stage where you know one begins to try to find themselves and I got really drawn to like Mexica you know Aztec danza um, at that age and um, and it was kind of interesting because I I, <laughs> I was practically in in that by myself or try, you know that was my motivation I wanted to learn it so I just found um, really uh, any avenue to try to to try to really get into that, um, which I ended up through school. But even then I, I still do, um, 
I still do, you know, danza today. And it's one of the things that I completely love and really like ancestral knowledge, ancestral traditions, practices, uh, ceremonies. I feel like that's, that's what drives me, you know, it, it um, <clears throat> and it's what um, kind of, even in, even in the midst of sometimes all the, you know, all the chaos and, you know, um, social injustice in society, pues todo, you know, I'm going to sometimes, although even during the pandemic, right, um, sometimes going to a danza practice and, and being in, in ceremony with community just um, was a healing process in its own, in its own right, you know, and, and that's something that um, <clears throat> I honor and love and, um, and at one point filters into the work that I do with, with the Achuchas, you know, um, out of that love for ancestral knowledge and traditions, um, we, kinda, we built the Indigenous um, in Us project, you know, but, but even before um, this specific project, um, it's something that's like fully embedded um, into what, what we do at the Achuchas. So it was kind of, um, it just kind of merges um, and intertwines, interweaves um, perfectly, right? Um, and even though I, I myself have my moments where I can, you know, get a little down or just um, feeling like the pressures of, I'm gonna put quote unquote life, you know, the pressures of life and whatnot, um, I have to remind myself that anytime I'm having these or in these moments, I'm going to call them like slightly moments of darkness, you know, <laughs> not that they have to be bad, you know, I don't think the darkness is bad in any way. <laughs> um, but I mean, how do you it's it's a balance right and sometimes I always have to remind myself um, and to practice certain things daily, and I think that's what helps me to keep that my or I guess my internal fire going because you know I have moments where I feel like it's it's dwindling <laughs> you know and sometimes it means sometimes it means like okay I need to get up early I need to I need to I need to welcome I need to welcome the sunrise you know I need to welcome Tonatiu because I need I need some um some like beautiful strong strength you know light um that's gonna and spend some time you know, um, kind of receiving that, and uh, and and those are those are things that I I picked up from you know um, practicing practicing uh, my you know indigenous traditions. Um, I, you know, I'm also gonna throw in music in there. You know, as we are obsessed with playing, uh, or I'm obsessed too with playing son harocho music and um, harana specifically and um, <clears throat> I think at one point, I want to say honoring the internal feminine is what um, I feel motivates me and um, is that passion, right? Is that internal fire to kind of um, keep moving forward. Right. That's, that's really great. I, you inspired me just listening to you. Um, so many years that I've known you and, and all the growth and and uh, all this uh, evolving that you've gone through, it's really, that we've all gone through because, uh, you know, my relationship with Tia Chucha's 
all these years has has allowed me to grow and evolve and transform myself, you know. And um, the passion and the fire really that brought me here and that even brought me to Tia Chucha's has, has always been the danza and that rhythm of that drum, you know, just that drum, just when it's properly played and there's certain times when you just hit that drum right and that skin is singing with that real deep tone and uh, you're not hitting it hard where you're making this really loud, but just that deep rumbling rhythm that can come out of it and, uh, and you're able to dance to it, you know. Uh, it's always been about that. It's always been about dancing to that rhythm of that drum, you know. And um, when, when we were younger, you know, I mean, it was a different dance. And, it's, and that's where the, the fire for me has always come from that, from being able to dance, uh, trying to keep up with everyone else that was younger than me. But I've, I've been able to finally, you know, throughout the years, you find your dance. And, um, and I can walk through the dance now. I can dance it. And uh, what, what brings me fire is being able to share this passion with other people that want to learn to dance. And I'm able to spend time with them and teach them, whether they be children, young adults, adults or, or, or elders, you know? I've been able to, to have the opportunity to work with all these different groups and get them to that point where I'll teach them the essentials and the basics and we do dance but then they find their own dance and they find their own movement when I teach them the structure of what we're doing. And uh, it's, that's where the fire is for me there, you know, that, that danza, you know, arriving to it, I arrived to it through, through ceremony. And so everything that I got exposed to when I first, uh, was experienced dance was ceremonial to me. I, I treated it like ceremony. I, I, uh, I just observed, you know, because in ceremony I was taught, don't be asking questions, you know, just observe and just, that's it. You know, you're gonna probably get answers to questions you haven't asked, you know, because everything's like inverted in this world. It's, it's, it's the opposite you'll be receiving answers and you haven't even asked a question. And then later on comes the question. It's such an incredible experience. And, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, being able to, to get these experiences and convert them into lessons to be teaching at Tia Chuchas for our youth that are incarcerated or for our youth that are in the community, teaching rhythms, uh, to the best that we can through the through um, through the internet, or teaching storytelling, um, and the techniques behind that, and the healing that comes behind that, uh, is just I just feel so grateful and and uh, I'm just so uh, I'm so happy to have been able to arrive to this point by by being on this path. 
by being on this path of, um, of trying to understand what our ancestors left for us through ceremony, through different ceremonies, through danza ceremonies, through um, sweat ceremonies, uh, through songs, you know, uh, learning, experiencing, and carrying that on, on on a daily life. Because the ceremony is celebration of life. So it's about celebrating life. And you go through these cycles that that I could, you know, that you mentioned, Hekali, you know, like these, you mentioned them like dark cycles or or dark times or to me, sometimes those cycles are, are doubt. I go through these periods of doubt or through these periods of fear, uh, which is normal. It's like, um, you know, we, we all go through that. And so we, we have to like kind of get through it because it's just, it's just a downtime, you know? And, uh, and I really should be knowing where's the moon at the time because it's probably affecting me, you know? And, um, when you mentioned about uh, honoring the feminine um, and learning what that really means and learning from Luis that um, the arts and creativity and imagination is feminine energy. And that's like a beautiful, that's a beautiful truth, you know, that's a beautiful thing because, because that's what we need to protect and embrace. You know, creating spaces of, of imagination and creativity for ourselves and for our youth that, uh, that we need to preserve because, because the future is, is, is going to eliminate that. And it's starting, for example, when you go on the computer and you're already thinking, well, I better not put that in because somebody could be listening to me. So you're already self-censoring. And when you're self-censoring, um, the spirit of imagination and creativity can't thrive. And so we need to, we need to take care of that. That's uh, that feminine energy. It's a pretty, it's pretty incredible. And, and, and this is from just the experiences I've had um, learning learning what our ancestors left us, um, learning songs and dance and ceremony and meeting elders and teachers. I've had, I've been blessed with good, good guides, real good guides. And, and, and now uh, coming to realize at this point, we're the ones we've been looking for all this time. You know, it's us, it's up to us to be the caretakers it's up to us to to start teaching the youth you know um, the newer generations it's up to us to to bring the medicine the songs and the dance it's us that we've been that we've been looking for all this time and that comes with the self-realization of who we are you know the awakening of our ancestral memory um, when i was young as i was learning I was also put in positions of going to the community and start teaching. And so uh, we didn't have time to like learn. And then when we're ready, we'll teach. We just had to go out and, and just start teaching because 
it's movement, it's, it's movimiento, it's like, this is what's happening. And we need to just, we need to learn and we need to teach right, right here and right now, you know? That's, that's what's happening, so. And that's, that's what, what, I, what I keep experiencing and that's what I try to, I try to promote. But, but I'm, I'm, th those are, you know, things like that, um, opportunities like that through Tia Chuchas that I had the opportunity to experience just really helped my, my awareness and my consciousness, you know, and, 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 I, and I continue to grow, evolve and, and transform my reality, you know, that's what it's about. Because those are the three things that the universe is constantly doing, growing, evolving and transforming. And we're a reflection of the universe, so that's what we need to be doing. That's like, we need to implement that in our life all the time. Because we're going to transcend. You know, we, we, we replace that word death with transcendence. You know, don't even use the word death. It's got so much negative baggage and such like a finality to it. Forget that word. I, I don't like to use it. I use transcendence. Grow, evolve and transform your reality to prepare for your transcendence. So, like yeah. You, you um, challenged like the words you said, death, and um, also like because of the baggage that comes with it, it's a good point. And also with the discipline, like that yeah. does have a lot of baggage. Um, yeah. So like that's, that's a, I love that you point that out. Um, um, so that you can apply different concepts of like uh, understanding of these things that we don't really we're not taught, you know. So um, and I feel like like when you're driven by your what you're passionate about, and, um, and you know, it's not like it's like your version of your your passions is your own story and not anybody else's story. And then, you can't go wrong with your own story because it's yeah. your experience, you know. So, like, mm -hmm. and once you're in your own story, your own, you're you're following your own passions, and um, I think you're 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 kind of found you found yourself in a certain places that you didn't. You're like, oh my gosh, I was like like in a certain path that that just came comes out because you're following your passion. You're not following mm -hmm. someone else's passions. That's not exactly. right for you. That you're following exactly. your own the, your own like like fire your own life your what you love to I also hear too that I feel like it's important to be open for growth and and change and then implementing in the stuff you love, you know. So mm -hmm. um, that's why I think um, uh, I I feel like for I I mean I'm I'm 32, um, but I feel like something that I might I feel like I don't know if this is right to think about, but I almost feel like the thing is to be able to be grounded in who you are so you're not easily swayed, um, yes. but still be open to expand and to change too. Because yeah. if you're yeah. stuck, then it's, it's kind of like you're stuck in a season in a way. Um, yeah, or yeah. Stuck in, 
in in being paused in the yeah this construct isn't good either why do I why do I think about a tree you know a I tree? think about a tree um I think about a tree because think about it's uh trees can grow expand but at the same time they're like firmly rooted into the ground right right, that, right. like I mean right. some, a big wind you know or a hurricane has to come to kind of like tumble it down um so it's kind of interesting right again looking at the importance of um how we can see things in ourselves reflected in nature, right? So I think just as you were saying that, Rebecca, I was thinking about a tree. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And the trees are, are you know, they've, they've discovered that the way their root system is set up with other, other trees and everything else, there's, a, there's an intelligence going on down there with the root system. They communicate with each other. So a tree is a really incredible, yeah. And, and, and it is grounded, but it is always like, uh, yeah, growing and expanding, you know? Trees are beautiful, man. Trees are incredible. So, yeah, they are incredible. Um, um, I think um, something I like noticed, you know, um, that, uh, you know, I think you all are good at is prepping your yourself and your environment. Um, so, you know, um, uh, like in Danza, how we do, um, like how y'all do it, and all the, the women who run the, the circle, like there's like a, I feel like there's a, a care going on, like to prep an environment for a certain thing to happen, like a certain outcome. Um, and I think Freddie, you do this too, I've seen, in, in um, doing it in class when you, you're prepping your environment to teach. I, I see like, like you prep it so that it's kind of being in a zone and stuff. So I feel like that happens in a, in a lot of ways that we had to, what we were talking about, like kind of like, um, like the point of living in life is to um, be able to put things in place to that you can be happy or like putting yourself like a nurturing environment so that for your own happiness in a way. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering what y'all think about that and um, any tips to helping people um, finding their own ways to prep their life environment or their life uh, book or their life uh, painting um, so that people are not stuck in the, the, the darkness in a way or stuck or they're yeah, stuck because darkness isn't bad. Um, but like uh, uh, any kind of tips of being uh, being able to be grounded in, in, in that. Okay. I think as you I think as you mentioned that and and right you bring up um, kind of like you know the in danza there's always this there's all this preparation that happens pre you know before you actually begin the danza um, and that's like our our mostly right you need our ombligo our flowers, our agua, the fire. Um, and I think um, I think sometimes even I have to sometimes be, um, be sometimes be more intentional, sometimes perhaps be more aware of, of also doing that like fully in my in my home, in my home, in my space. Um, and which I do, you know, like I have I have my I have my altar in my space, you know, I have my desk, I have certain things, but I think, um, I think I have to, 
I'm also learning that, you know, so I'm learning to, you know, make sure that um, I could, you know, I, I clear out the space that I need to um, in the mornings or like set up for work or X cosa, um, you know, kind of like tend to the altar at least um, daily, you know, um, I'm sometimes even like um, saging myself or setting intention for the day in the morning before going straight into uh, my workday. Um, and I think those are things that I'm also, I'm also still, I want to say that I know them, but it's another, it's always another thing to predict, to put things into practice, like fully, you know? Um, and I think um, I, every time, you know, as we talk about like these, these waves of mood, I want to say, and especially during the pandemic, it's, it has gotten sometimes a little bit, a little bit out of hand for me, where I just have to be more intentional and, and, um, and, and uh, sage myself during the day, say, or in the beginning, my space, um, and, and just, and just prep things. And again, just be more intentional. And I feel like when I do that, even sometimes even, even getting, I may not be leaving my house, but even getting ready for work, just um, getting dressed for work. It just gives a whole different like vibration to the day um, yeah. that I think it's important to just acknowledge that and do that. And, and, and whatever it is, whatever that is for somebody, it's, um, to just kind of continue it, right? There are certain things that are um, staple for the day. And um, I, I think about is if that's like our, our raices, our roots and the things that we do that are daily, um, um, that are definitely important to always um, continue for our mental health, our well-being. Um, and I feel like when you go into ceremony, when you go into danza, I feel like that that's like a whole other version of prepping but if but if we also think of life as ceremony then how is it that that we prep for you know our our own life and our life ceremony and and knowing that every every day we wake up is like a new beginning too you know so yeah definitely working uh, myself um every day again it's a new it's a new day on on continuing and and setting um I guess setting up the stage for life, right? <laughs> right, perfect. Yeah, that, that made me think uh, of uh, the reason a lot of us in our communities have so much issues going on with, uh, with us, ourselves, with our lives, is because we've been disconnected from our rituals and our ceremonies. And so, uh, you know, there's like, there'll be like Mexica rituals or Mexica ceremonies, you know, that, that people, you know, that we've learned or that we practice that has to do with, you know, like the four sacred elements of life or the four directions or, or the four sacred colors that represent, you know, humanity and things like that. And that's all, that's all good, you know, and, but it, it some people, it's not for some people, you know, because they're not, because they don't grasp the, the idea of what is happening. So, so there's also something that I read that was very interesting, a secular approach to the same thing, a secular approach of rituals. 
and ceremonies. And this was uh, something that I was reading where writers and creative people, they all have, um, uh, first of all, they all get up, tendency to get up around four in the morning because the four in the morning they say is when the mother earth is awakening. It's that shift is going on. And they'll be like, uh, they'll have that cabin in the woods or something with that special writing table and the, the special pen, you know, that they keep in that cabin on that writing table in the woods, for example, or, or wherever your writing space is. Maybe it's a little, a little room you built in the back or something. But they'll come and uh, light up the fire and put some tea or whatever it is that they're, they're gonna drink, you know, and, uh, or coffee or whatever it is and sit and go and start to write. So all that process is ritual and ceremony. It's just, they don't call it that. And the reason, and they'll do this consistently because when they sit, they're opening up the mind to the stream of consciousness. We're doing the same thing with our ceremonies. We're just calling our ancestors. We call it calling our ancestors, you know, our guides, but it's, it's pretty much the same thing, you know? And so um, I think it's important that everyone find their own way of grounding themselves, you know, literally grounding like like if you find yourself totally disconnected, you know, uh, put your feet on the earth. And if it's really bad, I mean, just dig a hole and bury your feet into the earth because you actually start to ground. You know, when, when they have like electrical things running, they put a, they put a, a rod into the earth to ground it because the earth is the ground. And that's what's happening to us as, as people, we ground ourselves. And, uh, and it has to do with, with, with that and also uh, with water, you know, if you could be next to water, you know. And, and it just starts as simple as that, you know, as simple as that. And whatever, whatever, um, whatever you do to ground yourself and, 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 and begin your day or, or you know, usually with the sunrise ceremony or greeting the sun. You know, they're finding that the people that are suffering from COVID uh, that are going on the respirator, they're low in vitamin D. And you can get vitamin D from 20 minutes in the sun, especially in the sunrise, uh, the early the early sun. The early sun is, is like the best sun. It's not so direct and it's it's perfect. 20 minutes every day, sit there and meditation and, 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 and get vitamin D. Our ancestors knew all these things. You know, they, they, were, they were masters of, of the universe and, 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 and the medicines and the planet, the plants, the animals, you know, they knew these things. And, uh, and I think that's why it's, it's important that we just create some type of ritual to ground ourselves every day, just go out, especially when you're like really feeling down, you know, 
to go outside at the, at the, you know, when the sun's gonna come up or even if the sun already came up um, and, and feel and listen and see, you know, um, experience with your senses that morning and realize that you're intact. And when you think I have nothing, I don't have anything, well, you have all your senses and you can, you can do whatever you want right here, right now, you know? It's kind of like to remind you, you know, especially if you have your legs and your arms, you know, and you can walk, you know, it's kind of like a humbling experience to remind yourself that you have a new beginning to start again. And a lot of times people get frustrated because they got to start all over again. And you shouldn't because you're not starting from ground zero. You're starting with experience. Because if you, if you have to start again, well, probably the last time you didn't have the experience. So it's never the way it seems, you know? We always have to be kind of changing the way we look at things. And we always have to be challenging ourselves to, to um, it isn't what it appears to be all the time. It's, it's, it's something else is going on, <laughs> you know? What is it, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're always battling fear and doubt. So that's always a big obstacle. So. It's just these things that we need to kind of share with each other so we can remind each other so that when I'm down and you guys happen to see me, <laughs> you can remind me, you know, because I go through cycles too. We all do, you know. Um, it's, it's an incredible journey. It's an, it's, it's, it really is. Um, I think about like when people are maybe stuck or can't see a certain outcome, it's kind of like you're, we're in a, the future too much and uh, mm -hmm. how to be, and then, so you can't see something else. You just see one thing um, in a way. So, um, so it's good that those tips to ground, like, so that to help you be like, you know, this isn't the outcome you're worried about isn't like, just because you uh, might think it's gonna be a certain outcome. It's like, it's like pulling back and be like, you're into the future too much, you know? It's not like that. It could be something completely different that you don't see. Um, right. So I think that I'm, I'm glad that you also said that, um, you know, if you see me down, like, you know, like how, like how we can support each other when we're also down because sometimes when we're yeah. maybe in uh, that season or maybe we're in that where we can't see the the next we're seeing a certain reality that's we're stuck in a certain picture um that's hard to to see outside of that picture um when you're the state um yeah so i think um i think uh right now i feel like like just to listeners it's uh, i think it's important to to be okay with saying that you need help or like if you would like a certain support from your peers um i think that's like you know don't like don't forget that that we're in community and we should be able to support each other you know and 
Um, and then we also had an episode on mental health like a couple of uh, segments ago. And it's like some folks I think might need even more. And, you know, we have pure support, but sometimes we might need that, like to have somebody that's uh, like a, I guess, for some people therapy, that's that's what's good for them that works, you know? So there's that, that episode about that stuff too. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to like, just have a reminder to go outside, get some fresh air, get some sun, um, drink your water. Um, and, you know, go, it's okay to ask for help sometimes, you know, and ask your friends for anything like that, that um, for some kind of support, even just some, some, somebody to hear you out too. So, um, yeah. But. You mentioned something about, about getting stuck. And I remember one thing I learned from Luis many years ago that he said um, to never, you know, stay stuck. You know, whenever you find yourself stuck, you need to make a decision, any decision. He said, I remember he said, it doesn't matter if it's a bad decision, just do make a decision to be unstuck because you don't want to be stuck because it's like water that stagnates, you know, after a while, it's, uh, it smells foul, you know, it needs to move to have life, you know, and that's the way we need to be as well. We need to be moving. So again, you know, we go back to, you know, Diawi, you know, moving, moving forward, constantly moving and trying not to stay stuck. Make a decision, doesn't matter what, whatever it takes to not be stuck, just to move forward. That's what it's about. Thank you again for joining us. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow Tia Chuchas on social media. Please support our online bookstore. You can find the links in our podcast bio. Stay safe, stay creative. Tia Wee.